Welcome to Childhood Trash, a dumpster dive into our childhood nostalgia, where we re-examine some of the most influential media from our youth in order to answer the question, tragic or nostalgic. I'm your host, Maggie Keating, joined by my co-host, Pia Lepaka. I don't know what just happened. I don't know either. So Pia, what are we doing today? Today we're talking about the Polar Express. Everyone's favorite yeah. creepy Christmas movie. And if you haven't seen it, because you're scared. I'm just going to reiterate what I said last episode, <laughs> which is get over it and watch it. Because okay, what is scary about this movie? A lot of people are terrified of like the animation style. I think it's creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's scary. Yeah, I definitely think it's creepy. And and it's like it has it's intense, it has intense moments, and it's a little unsettling. But if you look past that, I don't know. I definitely don't like the animation style. Like I don't prefer. It's it. really weird, and like they tested something new, and it didn't yes. work, and so they never and they did haven't it again. done it since. <laughs> yeah, but, like. <laughs> They've never made a movie like this ever again. I think what it is is like they were trying to like animate the movie how the books are drawn. Mm. Like the, the actual book is like animated. They yeah. like tried to bring that to life, which is a little weird. Well, I looked it up once mm-hmm. because I was like, why yeah, is the Polar Express so creepy? Yeah. And what I found, should I not say this? No, no, I was going to talk about it in the facts section. So okay, so what I found is that they did motion capture and mm. they motion captured everything but the eyes. Really? And that's why the eyes don't the align eyes, the with The eyes are what, very... I, the eyes I'm don't aligned. align with what the, like, person is doing. Yes, the eyes are and very... And so that's like, why it's dead. creepy. The eyes yeah. are dead and a little creepy. Um, and the mouths don't always move at the right times. But, like, I don't know. There's just something very, like, charming about the animation of this movie for me. I don't know why. Now, do you watch this every year? Yes. Like, without fail? Yeah, without fail. I, I love this movie. I and the, I'm going into this no this conversation just putting it out there that I love this movie. That's a lot. okay. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I think this is like this is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I watch this every year for mm-hmm. sure. I think I get it's one I get to sometimes, but because I watch a lot of yeah. Christmas movies. Like this is Narnia levels or not Narnia? Whoa, this is Halloween Town levels for me. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's like a without fail, I have to watch it. And, yeah, I, and mean, I love it. And I think I hadn't seen it in like a good three years. Right. And I think I have a, a different opinion about it than I did. Interesting. Um, definitely as a kid. Okay. We'll yeah. get into that. We'll get into all of that. But there is lots of, there's so much about this movie. There's so many people involved in this movie that you will know. Like, it's like, it's just a crazy. Tom Hanks. First of all, Tom Hanks is, <laughs> is everything this movie. in he this movie. He is this movie. He is this movie. This movie <laughs> wouldn't exist. He is the Polar Express, actually. He's the train. Like, let me, I think he plays like five roles. Something like yeah, that. I think and so. if I count it, it's the dad, it's the train conductor, it's the like hobo, hobo. it's Santa, Santa, and there's one more I think. I can't remember. Is he who. the other people on the train too? Like the other um, people working on the train? Pot. He might be the chefs and stuff. I'm not sure. No, like the you know the coal people. Oh, perhaps. I think I have it written down, but I was just trying to guess. So there's a lot about the making of this movie that is like really I literally would love to know because yeah. I don't really know anything about so, the making of this movie basically give me your little report here we go this is my report <laughs> so one of the conditions of getting the um, rights to this book to make it into a movie were that the film would not be animated which is weird um, so they did a secret third thing <laughs> Which is whatever the hell this Which movie is. Which is whatever the hell happened here. <laughs> but um, the the director felt like the live action version would be, like, really hard to do. Like, mm. it would be a $1 billion movie instead of, like, a couple million. Mm. Not a couple, a couple hundred million. Yeah. They decided to, like, maintain the style of the art in the book. 
uh, because it's part of like so much of the emotion mm-hmm. of the story is like just what everything looks like, which I love so much. Um, and then Tom Hanks and the director Robert Zemeckis, Zemeckis or Zemeckis, something like that, acquired the rights and they decided to film the movie with motion capture in like a black box stage and then animate the film sort of like on top of that. It was like a weird type of acting, like Hanks was talking about this a little bit, like actually like it was like a return to acting that films don't always allow you to do. Like like you're it's like you're performing a play pretty mm-hmm. much. Also like the kid that plays um the the main character in this, do you I don't know, know who it is? Name. Uh, do I, I know who it is? Yeah, do you know who, like, did the motion capture? No. It's our fave, Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> when he was younger. He did the, and you know who Little voiced him? Little Josh Hutcherson? Oh, Junie. He did, oh, he did the motion capture, but he didn't do the he voice. He didn't do the voice, but then Junie from Spy Kids did the voice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, it's like this Why movie is like... Why did they have like, two different actors? I don't know. I think Josh Hutcherson could have handled the, the voice yeah. perfectly fine, but maybe, or maybe he was Judy like too old. I think could have handled the... The body. The body? I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe Josh Hutcherson was just better at like acting and Junie was better at talking, but... Um, it's like a high school musical situation. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so the fifth role that Hanks plays is the voice of the small child. Like the voice of um, the boy that we don't know his name. You do know his name at the end. What is it again? I forget. I forget. But I love him. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite character. Yeah. And he like dubbed that role. So well, so he did that, but then like somebody dubbed over him. Oh. Yeah. But like he like originally he was the one that like did everything. Okay. Which is really interesting. Why did, do you do you know why they did that? I think that Tom Cruise was like the only actor on set besides like Josh Tom Hutcherson. Cruise. Tom, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? I didn't know Tom Cruise was in this movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like having a Tom Hanks was like the only actor on set. Yeah, like for the most part, except for the like little boy. So Josh. I Hutcherson. feel like he was really, really wanted to be involved in this movie, but mm-hmm. I'm like really curious of like why this was so like important to him. Mm-hmm. I think it's just he loved the story. Yeah. And Hanks like literally carries this and That's true. he's like the I think perhaps the reason this is so good, the way he I didn't know that it was one guy doing all those voices until I was like much older. Yeah, I mean like watching I, that as a little kid, I did not. Yeah, I mean I don't think I picked up on it, but I think it was told to me pretty right. early. Yeah. And my for the longest time I could not tell if this movie was like real people or not. I I I feel that. <laughs> like when I was younger like, first of all, something I have to say about this movie, and, like, one of the reasons I love it so much, it's so visually and audibly satisfying. Mm. Like, the sounds, like, the, the sound quality in this is just, like, otherworldly. Like, everything is, like, so crisp and, like, interesting. Like, I just think, like, in the beginning, when the train is, like, pulling into the, mm-hmm. um, in front of his the boy's house, there's like a metal frisbee like rattling against like a heater, and it's like making such an interesting sound. And then all of his like things are like clattering around the room, and the way they like the, the tickets and and the way that the hole punch sounds, like it's all just so like crispy. And like his <laughs> footsteps on the snow, yeah. it just it like feels it's like very comforting for some reason because it feels so real, but also doesn't look real at all. It's yeah. like really strange. It reminds me of like a video game. Yes. Like well, they it, did make a video game out of this, and it looks like The Sims a little. It looks. Oh, I was thinking. To me, it looks like kind of like The Last of Us yeah, animation I was say that style. Too. Yeah. Like, cause it's very like it feels very real, but is just a little bit 
off. Like, hair is too shiny. Yeah. Like, textures are a little off. weird. Um, Not a lot of, like, facial movement. No. Um, The other thing is, like... I think also something that is so like incredibly beautiful in this movie is the light. I don't mm. know if you noticed, but like the way they like use light in this is so interesting. Yeah. It's like you can like some of the characters will be like glowing because there's like sunset or like sunshine like right on them and they mm-hmm. look like they look magical. Yeah. Or like the way the the in the beginning specifically there's like this shot of the boy like peering through a keyhole and like yeah. looking into his sister's room. And the like glow of the light on her is so like so comforting and just like I feel like the light is just super important, especially when you're like animating ice and water a lot too. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good if you don't look at their faces too hard. <laughs> like if you squint a little it's like if, you, oh, we're if good. you take off your glasses. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, we can get into the into the plot. That was my little spiel about how much I love this movie. That's fine. Yeah. So it's Christmas Eve night, mm-hmm. and okay, the, the boy named why Billy. Is, okay, is, why is there only one name on this? Then? Sorry, Billy. Billy's the younger boy. The like. Okay, the one I that love Billy. Along. That's yeah. fine. But Billy is the only name on this. I like. He looks like a John to me. I would call him John. No, what's his name? I feel like he doesn't have a name. He definitely has a name. It could be anybody. He doesn't have a name. You know? Hero boy. Yeah, I think he just goes by, like, hero boy. Why the fuck doesn't he have a name? Anyway, the main boy. That's so fucking annoying. Yeah. The main boy is sleeping when he's not sleeping, Mm -hmm. and he hears a noise. Yes. Yeah. Um, And a clatter, maybe. Yeah, so basically, like, we're introduced to this character, and he's, like, growing up a little bit, and he doesn't believe in Christmas anymore. He doesn't believe in Santa Claus. He's not sure. He, and he's, like, doing a lot of, like, research to find out yeah. if it's real or not. He's, he like, Googling. All these, like, he's, like, is Santa real? clippings and, like, all of this stuff to be, like, is Santa real? And eventually, though, like, he's, like, trying to hide in bed because he doesn't, he's, like, trying to catch Santa, sort yeah. of, like, his parents. And, like, they're walking around and the milk and cookies are out and there's a rattling. And it and it's like he's like what is happening like this is not normal there aren't real there aren't train tracks outside of his house yeah. but the train just like pulls up and it's the Polar Express and he like goes outside because he's like literally what is happening mm-hmm. and he is introduced to our conductor who is so funny like so funny I love him before when he's on his way out the door mm-hmm. he grabs his robe oh yes he has and he's wearing oh, his, his PJs. blue robe yeah they're all wearing their little PJs mm-hmm. on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabs his blue robe and he pulls it off of the bedpost and it rips a hole, a hole in his pocket. That's very important. Which is important yes, for later. Yes, for later. Um, and <laughs> the conductor, played by Tom Hanks, is like... Everyone played, everyone by, Tom played Hanks. by Tom Hanks. Is like, you know, like being like, oh, get aboard, like all aboard. He's the like, do you have your Express? ticket? Do you have your ticket? And he's like, where are we going? And he's like... Why the North Pole, of course. It's, like, so funny. It's his little bit. And eventually he gets, he decides to get on the train, even though he was, like, a little reluctant at first. And Well, he, like, literally lets the train start passing him by, and then he's like, never mind. Never mind. I'm going. I'm going to go. And he, like, literally, like, has to, like, chase it down to hop on it. Yeah. Um, and he starts to meet, like, the other characters. Um, the hero girl and the know-it-all boy and... The know-it-all boy is like the guy in the yellow sweater with the glasses. Um, he just—he's got such a. Like I love a, him. He's like, so funny. He could be like thirty people in my life. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, 
and like they're on the train they're all meeting each other like we're going to meet Santa we're going to the North Pole like they're having a good time they're singing the little Polar Express song you know I didn't remember that this was a musical <laughs> but the weird thing it about is it kind of a musical is that it's like not a musical but like at times it's at a times it becomes a musical there are three separate songs in this yeah and like full songs yeah and I was like huh like, because I always remember the hot chocolate song. Because, like, hot. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's, so like, funny. iconic. Yeah. But then there's, like, there's a whole, like, like, Billy solo. And then there's, like, the song At the North Pole. Like, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot there's of There's a lot of music in music, this. Music, and I don't know how I feel about it. I, I love it, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, Is there anything you don't love about this movie? No. Okay. Um, No. So this is not a critical review. No, this is not a critical review from Maggie at all. Everybody just needs to know that I love this movie. Um, and so eventually the train stops to pick up another child. Billy, Billy, I love who, Billy. Billy in his fucking nightshirt. Yeah. He's, oh my god. And he's like he seems younger. He's smaller so than the rest cute. of them. He's, he's got really big cute. old ears. Yeah. Oh, his ears I love are huge. him. Um, and he initially like doesn't get on the train, yeah. and so the, it, like a similar thing happens where the train starts pulling away, but he isn't able to catch up because he's so small. And the hero boy, like the main guy, um, pulls Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson, sure, yeah. yeah. He pulls the um, emergency, emergency brake to allow Billy to get on the train. And then Billy gets on, and he gets on in his own separate car, not with anyone else, and he's all by himself. He's, like, literally so sad and alone. And it's so sweet. And then, and then it's the And then tickets. it's hot chocolate. No, it's hot chocolate time. So, then it's hot chocolate time, and... This is so hot, iconic. Hot, hot, hot chocolate. Yeah, we got yeah. it. Hot, hot. Hey, we got it. So, these so dancing waiters come out, and, like... And he's like, <laughs> the conductor comes out, he's like, would anyone care for some refreshments? Yeah. And he's like, and then the waiters come out and they like pour all this hot chocolate and the, the kids are all like guzzling down hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And the girl, so sweet, love mm-hmm. her to bits. Love her so much. She um, takes the cup of hot chocolate that she gets and puts it under her seat and then gets another cup for herself right. because she saves it for Billy. So all of the little dancing chefs and like waiters, they leave. And they decide to leave, and she is like, okay, I'm going to go give this to Billy now. And she's, like, got her little extra cup of hot chocolate, and then the conductor finds her and is like, oh, like, I'll go with you. You shouldn't cross alone. And they're being really cute. They're like, did that young boy get refreshments? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, we have to deliver them. It's, like, so jolly. (laughs) And our little, like, hero boy sees her her ticket on her seat after she leaves. And he's like, you need your ticket. He, like, is trying to, like, give it to her and, like, go cross the thing by himself. Oh, my God, this is so fun. You're like, why are you doing this? He, like, lets go of the ticket, and then it goes, the ticket goes on a little adventure. It does. Which I love. It goes out the window. It goes, like, under the train. To to the wolves. It's running by the wolves, and then... And then there's like an eagle, yeah. and the eagle catches the t- the ticket and brings it to its bird baby. Yeah. And then the bird baby is like eating the ticket, but then coughs it up. And then the ticket goes like over the train tunnel, and then like goes through a vent and like is like back in the car. Yeah. It has gone on this whole journey, but yeah. it ends up back in the car of the train. The conductor is like, "Where's your ticket, girl?" Yeah. And then she's like, "I don't know. It was right on my seat." And he's like, "Well." you don't have a ticket i'm gonna do something with for you yeah. and and then he like takes her away and the main boy is like oh no like i i i, I lost her ticket like this is all my fault let me go like 
like explain to them and so he like follows them but then he loses them and what else happens <laughs> so he follows them and like basically like to the last car of the train yeah and he doesn't see them anymore like they're gone so they kind of like go onto the roof is what he has figured out of the train so they're he, on like, top sees of the train figures on the roof mm-hmm. i don't think that it actually it actually happened. is them on the yeah. roof but he sees figures on the roof and so he goes on the roof and this is where we meet the hobo the hobo ghost Love because him. every christmas story needs a hobo ghost yeah there's so much crazy stuff with this guy like he literally like you remember his like first line he's like He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for a girl. He's like, aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah. So basically, the hobo ghost is like, you want a cup of joe? And he's like, they're going through all this stuff. It's not even coffee. It's like sludge. It's like sludge. Oh, my God. I can, like, feel that, though. I can, like, taste it. And, like, yeah, yeah, it's very tangible. Um, Is this the part where they go skiing? Yes. Yeah. So they're like... He's like, oh, you need to get to the front of the train? I'll help you. And the hobo guy, like, gets these skis on out of nowhere. And he's like skiing down the train and they're like we have to hurry because we're about to get get into a tunnel and we won't have like we won't be able to stand up here anymore and they're like skiing around on the train it's so good and so once they get to the front of the train the boy finds that the girl has been just like put in charge of um the engine literally (laughs) conducting the train while the two conduct like the the engineers or whatever are trying to fix the like light bulb on the front of the train yeah they're so funny the guy with the really long beard, he's so sad. I know, and the two of them are just, like, dangling from the front. of. They're, like, they're just, like, little goons yeah. dangling and doing, like, the bitch work. It's so funny. <laughs> and, like, while they're replacing the engine's headlight, they, like, start seeing, like, a bunch of, like, something is blocking the tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, like, stop the train, stop the train. And everyone's trying to, the two, like, the little boy and the girl, oh, I love this moment. Oh, my God. They're, like, trying to figure out how to stop the train. And she's, like, they told me it was this one. And he's, like, well, that looks more like a break. And they're, like, kind of having a little debate. And she just, like, freaks out. She panics. She's, like, it's over. And she goes like this. And then um, the boy, like, is going to pull the lever that he thought was the break. But at the last second, he trusts her and pulls the actual break. And the train stops right before they hit literally, like, millions of caribou. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And this shot is so funny when the guy goes, like, face-to-face with the, the deer. It's, yeah. like, breathing in his face. I love it. So, to get the caribou off the track, they do what anyone would do. Yeah. And they discover that by pulling this guy's beard, he makes a caribou-like noise. <laughs> and so, that's what they do. They, they pull his beard... And they make this noise, and then the caribou just kind of scatter. They leave the tracks, and then they can go on their merry way. Yep, pretty much. It's so cute. But then everyone's like, ba- like nothing can go right in this movie. They cannot have Literally a single moment not a of single peace. Thing. <laughs> on the way to the North Pole, it is not peaceful. On the way to Santa, yeah, it is not. We're peaceful. we're having like the journey of our lives right now. Yeah. But basically, the boy and the girl and the conductor are standing, like, on the front of the train while everything is going. And they start speeding up a lot. And they're like, well, we're going a little fast. Maybe we should tell them to slow it down in the engine room or something. And the pin has broken, basically. Yes. So they and they have this whole the speed. silly little, like, 
the pins flying around, <laughs> and then he like catches it in his mouth, and he like swallows it or something, and he's like, it's going it's, everywhere. It's literally insane. Um, and basically, they are like sliding over this frozen lake, this whole entire train, just like whipping back and forth, and. I'm like, I was literally like, people died. People had to have died. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Children were found dead. Children were found dead. The train falls under the water at one point. Yeah. Like, the back, while they're, like, sliding to connect with the, like, tracks on the other side of yeah. the river. It's such a funny, like, I don't know. This is another one of those moments that, like, is so, like, visually and audi- audibly satisfying to me. Because mm-hmm. of the sounds of the ice breaking. And then, like, they're aiming to, like, get on the tracks. It's so, like... It's so good. And they're like, steer this way, left, right, left. And eventually they do get back on the tracks and they're off to the North Pole. All is well. So they go back to the seats with all the kids who are all fine, by the way. (laughs) People would have died, but whatever. They're like, whoa, did you see what happened with the... No, and all guys like, did you see what happened with the train? We were almost underwater. Did you see what happened? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they go, like, the girl and the boy go and sit with Billy back in the observation car. And then they do a little song. They do the little Polar Express song, you know? Believe. And there's, like, fireworks or Aurora Borealis. Oh, my God, it was so good. I was, like, crying. So good. Um, so was that Junie from Spy Kids singing? No, Junie from Spy Kids is the main boy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who's Billy? Billy, Billy's the one in the little pajamas. No, I know, but who played Billy? I don't know. Hayden McFarland. But yeah, he so, killed it. Yeah, he's he ate that, and then they get to the North Pole, and um, the conductor announces that one of the children will be chosen to receive the first gift gift of Christmas, given by Santa himself. And they're trying to get off the train, and the boy and the girl are trying to convince Billy to join them, and the boy like accidentally like unhooks the last train car from the rest of the train. <sighs> Because nothing can go well. <laughs> nothing can go right in and this movie. And it starts, like, rolling away downhill. It's like a little roller... A lot of this movie felt like a roller coaster. I thought that, too. I was yeah. like, where's the Polar Express roller coaster? Because that is literally this entire movie Yeah, it's a crazy. Coaster. It's a roller coaster. And um, they're, like, going on tracks through tunnels, and eventually they end up, like, in Santa's workshop. Yes. Oh, my God, I love this part. And they, like, end up, like, the car train car stops and then there's like all these different paths they could go down Mm -hmm. and like the way like i i felt for the the main boy because i was like how the fuck like are we gonna figure out which way to go (laughs) and they're like we hear the bells and i'm like who the fuck like (laughs) you're crazy like you don't hear the bells what are you talking about he doesn't doesn't hear hear the bells. bells And so they're like, no, we'll follow this. And so they go down um, this one path because they hear the bells. And they're, like, going through, like, the kind of, like, behind the scenes of Santa's workshop. Like, they are going... And they end up on this, like, production line, um, kind of, like, conveyor belt thing. with the elves. With the elves. And they find the elves, and the elves are, like... They're just head-chatting. They're so funny. Can Can I tell you about one of the creepiest things about this movie? Yeah. Okay, you know how the elves are, like, they're talking about, like, Christmas, they're, like, doing their jobs, and they're, like, getting ready to leave. And they go, then they show the screen. Oh, yeah, this and part is weird. actual little boys and girls sleeping. Yeah. Like, real life, not animated. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I don't know, it's really weird. <laughs> what the that actual part fuck? Is really, and then, we didn't touch on this earlier, but on the train, there's also this, like, puppet room of, like, lost toys. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. This movie, like... 
Okay, maybe I will go back and say that it is a little scary. Like, there are parts, like, there are parts where it's, like, so creepy. Like, there the puppets, and it was, like, and it yeah, was, like, one the of them ghost. Scrooge. Yeah. The ghost was, like, doing the pup. Like, what? Yeah, it's really freaky. It's a little freaky. Like, yeah. I don't know. I know, yeah. But they're, like, in the elf center, and they're, like, oh, naughty or nice. Naughty or nice. Put them on a check twice list for next yeah. year, which is funny. There, you know that one loop, the video, like, the loop of the kid being like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That's, like, oh, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. like, burned into my mind. And then, so the elves leave, and they go on this cute little, like... Another roller coaster. Another roller coaster, literally. Yeah. And then it goes... And then... And, um, and so the kids are like, okay, we'll do that. And yeah. so they get on that, and um, they go through this, ton- this like, tunnel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's like a roller coaster. It's going all around, and they end up at the the in the, the like it's like a gift sorting office, yes. sort of. And this is where Billy finds his gift, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That one's mine. I will literally not leave it. It's for me." Mm-hmm. And so he hops on the conveyor belt, and they're like, "We don't know where this conveyor belt leads, but we have to go get Billy." And so the boy and the girl follow Billy, and they get plopped into a big old pile of presents in a sack of presents and then slowly the sack comes around them and, close. and closes. well it doesn't really close yeah it's just like that would have been like claustrophobic yeah but then the the like stupid know-it-all kid is also in that <laughs> bag too for some reason i forgot about that, that no because literally billy is like holding onto his present and he's like something's got my leg <laughs> and they're like what like we'll pull you and they keep like pulling him up and pulling him up and then they pull him up one more last time and then the know-it-all kid comes up and he's like I was looking for my present. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And then the elves, like, they, so they're lowering Santa's bag of presents onto his sleigh, his sack, if you will. And they're lowering it onto the sleigh. And, like, of course, like, right, nothing can go right in this movie. So as they're lowering it in, like, this giant blimp thing, it knocks into the star on top of this, like, giant Christmas tree. Yeah. Christmas tree. I love this Christmas tree. Which I need right now. Yes. Like, Christmas tree big, bigger than the Empire State Building. It's so Bigger than big. the one in Rockefeller Plaza. It's huge. It's the biggest Christmas tree literally ever. And the, the star is, like, toppling. Yeah. And it's, like, pointy. And then these elves deploy from the blimp. And they're, like, going to catch the star because apparently this has happened before. It's, like... <laughs> they're prepared. They're prepared. But they do catch the star. And it, like, pokes this guy's nose. But that's it. I love that. That was so cute. That was, that was cute. so cute. And then the elves, like, escort them out of the sack. They're like, we knew you were in there the whole time. Kick them down. And um, they, like, send them back to the conductor. And the conductor's like, where have you been? And <laughs> I feel like every character in this movie is, like, a different, like, cartoony voice. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> where have you been? Where have you been? And then, like, Santa comes out. And they're like, oh, my God, Santa Santa's with the reindeer. With the reindeer. And, and the, the bells. bells that you can't hear. Only he Only can't he hear them. Only he can't hear them. Everyone else is like, look at, listen to the sound bells. of the bells. They're oh so God. beautiful. And um, and he's like trying to get a look at Santa and he can't see it over everyone's head. And then Santa finally comes out and it's Tom Hanks again. And of course. <laughs> and, well, one of the bells like flies off the sleigh. Yes. And he catches like, or he picks it up off the ground and he's like ringing it next to his ear and he's still can't He's like, it's broken. What it's the broken. fuck is wrong with it's this? It's broken. It's a broken bell. Are you all lying to me? And he's like, fine. I believe. He's Stupid. Like, I, I believe. I've seen Santa. And I believe. And then he rings the bell. But he hasn't bell. seen Santa yet. He hasn't? Not at that point. Oh, okay. He doesn't see Santa until he looks 
at the bell. And yeah, then Santa's you're in right. The you're right. In the reflection, reflection of the bell. Of I love the bell. that little detail. Yeah. And then he hears the jingle. Jingle, jangle. And then Santa's like, oh, hello. He's like standing over him. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, uh, Tom Hanks' Santa voice is like, that's what Santa is. That is Santa. <laughs> he is Santa. That is literally, like, there's Tom no Hanks other, like, that's canon Santa. So, whatever. That's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he returns the bell to Santa and decides, and Santa's like, oh, you get the first gift. And he gives him back the bell. It's yeah. so cute. And the, like, reindeer fly off with Santa. And they light the Christmas tree. It's beautiful. And they're singing. What are they singing? The elves are singing. watch out. You better not cry. That one, I think. But the, there's a lot of Christmas music throughout this movie. Yeah, the, the rendition of Silver Bells in this is, like, my favorite. Okay. But the elves have, like, a rock band, and, like, there's a little elf, Mick Jagger, and he is, like, um, he is, like, (laughs) performing. That guy is played by Steven Tyler from, like, Aerosmith. He was a judge on American Idol for a long time. So weird. Why do you know this? Yeah, I have to do the research for the thing. (laughs) I have to read it all. All right. Yeah. So then they get back on the train, and um, everyone's like, oh, my God, like, little boy, we don't know your name. What was your gift? Like, what did you get? Everyone show it to us. And and he's like, let me just reach out in my pocket and pull it out. And then he reaches in his pocket and he's like, oh yeah, this has a hole in it. And <laughs> there's no bell in it. So he dropped the bell and then they're like, we can get it. Like, we can find it. We'll go back. And then the train starts moving. They're like, oh. Oh no. Oh well. no. So he lost the bell, which is like, honestly, L. Yeah, it is honestly L. But then he is like, I'm going to have a good Christmas anyway. And he goes to bed and like, Clearly, like, no time has passed at all. And he wakes up the next morning, and it's Christmas, and there's a little train around the Christmas tree. Very cute. And he finds a present from Santa, and it's the bell that he lost. He's like, oh, you left this on the, the seat of my sleigh. Yeah. Merry Christmas from Santa. And then Santa. he... Oh, this is the best part of the movie, in my opinion, where they're mm-hmm. ringing the bell. Where they're ringing the bell, and then the, the parents are like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then they, like, pick up the bell, and they can't hear they it. They can't hear it, but... But then it's like the and then the Tom Hanks voiceover comes in. It's so good. He's like, <laughs> is, he, is he doing the voiceover? Yeah, it is. Okay, That's totally so good. Tom Hanks voiceover comes in because it started with the movie where this is all like retrospective, mm-hmm. um, and it's all about this one night he met Santa. And then he comes in. He's like, people could hear. Uh, only some of my friends could hear the bell over the years, and then, and then eventually it faded, and eventually no one could hear it. But I, but I always did. I always <laughs> hear the bell, and it's like okay. <laughs> it's for all who truly believe. Yeah, it's really cute. So yeah, that's the Polar Express. That is the Polar Express. Um, I want some hot chocolate. I I I'm had hot a- chocolate while I drank while I watched. It was so so good. That's so cute. Yeah, I, I had like a really nice time watching. You this watched movie. this yesterday. I did. Yeah, you saw my story. <laughs> North on my pole till I Polar Express. <laughs> Are you a big hot chocolate person? Yeah. I love a, a good peppermint hot chocolate. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm totally going to have to get one of yeah. those later. I'm I'm more of a cider over hot chocolate person, though. That's fair. Yeah. I, feel I like, like, I like hot refreshing. cider, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of the, like, lasting impact of this movie. First of all, this is, like, one of the biggest, like, kids' Christmas movies of all time. I Every, think so. Everybody knows what this movie is. Yeah. It won a Grammy for best, like, original song. Um, there's, like, I don't know if you've ever, I never did this, but, like, around me there were, like, trains that would, like, be, like, the Polar Express. During oh, really? The, yeah, like, during Christmas. That's cute. So you could, like, go on them. There was a video game that was made. This, yeah. this movie made, like, a ton of money at the box office. Like, like the stats were crazy. I just couldn't write them all down. But, yeah, this is, like, this is a classic, in my opinion. I always read the book, like, the little picture book on Christmas Eve. I don't think I've ever read the book. 
Oh, it's really nice. No, it's I've really seen nice. I've seen it before, but I don't think I ever Yeah. It's it's very good. It's very cozy. Just like this movie. Yeah. This is like I feel one like of I would like the book movies. better. I feel mm-hmm. like I would like the book you better. You might. It's yeah. it's just so like comforting. Wow, Maggie, what's your rating? Um, who knows? <laughs> it's definitely nostalgic, if you ask me. If anything, this isn't even nostalgic. This is still like A plus plus in my book. I love this movie. What do you think? I think so something that surprised me about this movie is that there's no story. <laughs> there's no story at all. And honestly, the little story that there is, which is like about this guy, this kid who like doesn't believe in Santa, believing in Santa, is very quickly resolved, I feel, and like very like shoehorned in. And I honestly didn't really like this movie. <laughs> like oh my I God, felt like you hate Christmas. I love Christmas. Don't ever say that to mm-hmm. me. I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas is my favorite time of year. I've been watching Christmas movies since before Halloween. Um, but I I just don't think there's enough of, like, a story for me. It just feels like we're going from point A to point B, and we're not really, like, accomplishing anything. But It's but more of a journey. We are. It's a journey of, of, like, believing. But, like, I don't see I don't see the change in the character over the course. It feels like more of a split-second change. Well, it's like he, he literally Santa is right there, and that's when he finally believes. It takes the whole movie of all this amazing magical stuff. I know, but, stuff. like, he's not, like, he's not slowly getting more, like, not, you know I don't I mean? know. I don't know. It feels I like, feel like I respectfully disagree with that. That's okay. But. No, that's fine. Um, but I feel like it is one of those, like, you know, seeing, and they kind of keep telling him, like, seeing is not believing, believe, or whatever, believing is seeing. And it does take him until, like, he's about to see him to believe so like i don't know and i also just like i also think that if you watch this as a kid you're not really like oh this is a movie about a kid who doesn't believe in christmas and then he does like i don't think that's at all like what you're looking at as a kid i think you're looking at like the kooky characters and the little adventure he goes on so i don't know it just didn't really do anything for me that's so sad i know i'm sorry for you it's okay and like everything for me but i was never that's fine even when i was younger though i always knew santa wasn't real (laughs) you really yeah the whole time? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, like, when I, like, Aww. when I was younger, I, like, noticed that my dad's handwriting was the same as Santa's. <sighs> and then I was, like, side-eye, you know? But it never yeah. bothered my me. My dad was Santa. My mom was the Tooth Fairy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's cute. Um, spoiler so alert sad. for any children listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still believe. We still believe. I still believe in Santa. So would you say this is tragic? I would say it's tragic. Rating this higher than Good Luck Charlie's Christmas is crazy. <laughs> like lower like that's crazy but see i was thinking about good luck charlie's christmas while i was watching this movie because i was like good luck charlie's christmas it's showing me the development it's giving me the character development it's showing me a story it's more than just a journey it's giving me the plot it's giving me yeah i feel like it was giving more than that i I just think good luck charlie's christmas like wasn't giving the polar express because it will never be the Polar Express. Nothing will it ever be It wasn't trying to be the me. Polar Express. It just wasn't, like, giving... Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas is good. I don't think it'll, like, be, like, a lasting movie like this one will. You know? I don't... Th- like, this like, is... It's not a classic. I don't know how this is a classic. Because it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, but it's also creepy. Like, it's, it's also fine. weird. It's like, I honestly bet that they will remake this at some point. I think, I don't know why they didn't do a live action. Like, I could so see this being yeah. a live action movie. I think they could do it now very well. But yeah. I, I see that back then. Like, if you think about some of the CGI that was happening yeah. when this movie was made, like, the, 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 like, first Star Wars movie, or the prequels. Yeah. It wouldn't have looked good. It wouldn't have held up. But yeah. I, I, I do see that if they made it now. I, I just wouldn't. don't think I ever need to see this again. 
that's really sad. <laughs> I'm very sorry for you. <laughs> this movie is so wonderful in my book, but that is okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so our next episodes, um, we're finishing out the year by finishing up House of Anubis season two. Um, which I'm super excited for. I'm really excited. Because you haven't, you, like, don't remember I don't remember happens, most of this, so. so. It's going to be really interesting to get Pia's, like, raw reactions. My, I know, I know everything about I'll send show. you, like, a, a voice memo when I, when, when I finish it. When you finish it? Okay. Yeah. Amaze. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Childhood Trash. You can follow us at Childhood Trash Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow Pia at Pia LaPlaca. You can follow Maggie at Maggie and Keating. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. That's all I want when Christmas comes to town.